Welcome to the train of thought. Please stand behind the yellow line as we are about to approach the station. Today's destination, technology. Today's destination, technology. Welcome to the Train of Thought podcast brought to you by The Poetic Wit. This is your train conductor host for today, Aaron Patrick. And with me, two beautiful people, James and Kaylin. What's up, guys? Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo, yo. Really, really, really good to have you here. Introduce yourself, guys. Uh, yeah. yeah, all right, sure. Uh, my name is James. Uh, currently studying mathematics in uh, Xiamen University, Malaysia. I play tennis, so that's cool. <laughs> Alright, what, what about you, Kalen? What, 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 who you, what you do? What are you doing? Uh, so, my name is Kalen. Wow, surprise! And I'm basically studying computer science in the University of Wollongong. Um, it's YOW for short, it's an Australian uni. Um, and I, yeah, I play, I play sports. Full stop. You, you sure you, you study in Australia? <laughs> No, no, no. I study in a, in a, what's this called? In a branch of it that's in Malaysia, a local branch uh, that is based in Indie Subang. So basically, you're, you're just an Indie Subang kid. Yeah, I'm an Indie Subang kid. Law. Yes, I am. Do it. Okay. So, yeah, guys, for those of you who do know uh, me, if you've ever heard of me uh, talking about uh, me being part of this one group of theology nerds, we are the OGs. <laughs> uh, and we. Oh my gosh, you don't have to do that. No, no, I mean, like, yeah, so that's James and Kaylin. And. Right, thank you very much. One, for one of pleasure. our favorite pastimes is uh, discuss and debate a lot of the happenings within our you know, Christian circles and stuff like that. Anyway, we're not going to talk much about those things um as of recording this uh it is now the 12th of april um just a recap of recent happenings our mco is extended extended to what 23rd i heard if i'm not mistaken 23rd of april for another two weeks 28th. Right. So it's okay, two more weeks, guys, right until the end of April and we're all still stuck at home. Uh, we are recording this over a call and stuff because uh, we have, well, nothing better to do. <laughs> but one interesting thing uh, that uh, we we really want, want to like, you know, take, take notice of and actually appreciate is that how we live in such a time as this, you know, but be, before before I uh, introduce the topic that you know we're gonna talk about, I I, I just wanna you know catch up with my boys here you know bro like how are you holding up guys James how have you been holding up uh during the MCO what 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 have you been been up to really? I'm stuck in uni so I'm stay I'm actually just staying in my hostel, uh reading books. I actually have, have been having a lot of Zoom calls. I'm sure everyone's been having a lot of Zoom calls. Uh, just like catching out with people, calling to see they are, if they're okay. People can get very lonely. Uh, the worst case I ever heard is one guy who is literally alone in his, in, in his house. He has no roommate. He has no housemate or anything of the sort. 
So that's pretty bad. Uh, uh, and he doesn't get to go out to work much, so that kind of stinks. And uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm all, I'm all right. I think it's. I mean, at least I got food vouchers given to me, so I can have like cheaper food, and I'm getting to eat stuff I never normally eat in uni. Really expensive Western food that is. Way over my but my budget, I would never touch it on a regular basis. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'm living alright. Yeah, yeah. So uh, as of now, you're not at home, right? Because uh, the you know, last I checked, you were still at your your uni's uh dorm. What is was that called? You 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 have like dorms to stay in at your university, right? Yeah. It's a hostel. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and most of the time it's on it's on Zoom calls and eating and stuff. All right. That's then that's that's cool. That's cool. What what about you, Caleb? Yeah. Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> uh <you laughs> not paying attention, <laughs> la, see la, okay. No, no, I was paying attention, but I was like trying to wrap it up. Go ahead. Right. Okay. No, the question is uh how have you been holding up during the MCO being locked up at home? No, I mean not sorry, uh, not not really lock but up lockdown or anything, but just staying at home. What have you been up to? Well, for me it's slightly different because uh I occasionally get to go out to like buy groceries. Um mm. but it's still quite terrible because I don't get to interact with other people in person, you know what I mean? Right, um, right, right. And like the fact that um you know classes are all online for me, uh I have to watch videos every day, um and stuff like this. It's actually been pretty difficult because I'm not used to this kind of learning environment, uh where the lecturer is not in front of me and not interacting directly with me. So it's been sort of like tough also like, for me and my assignments also. Um yeah. So that's basically how I've been holding up. And also, um my food fix. I have been craving for burgers ever since this thing has started and he has not gone away. <laughs> wow. I am not kidding. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, Inti, uh, very close to Inti is what? Starbucks, uh, McDonald's. Uh, yeah, we have, we have like butter chicken. Um, we have really good japan. I recommend japan uh, day. We have um, this fried rice where everyone seems to love oh from my. Sunway Uni to Taylor's to Monash to Unity wow, uh, sounds... and Taylor's College when they were still in SS15. Yeah. Um, but I'm not in SS15 now, so it's a bit difficult. Well, that sucks. But like, yes. if, if I'm not wrong, wow, like your, your Subang area or the college area is like, is like a food haven and like, from what I hear, SS15 is like a very gem kind of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, uh, especially when, <laughs> Yes, exactly what I was going to say, Aaron. Right. Uh, you got me right there. Um, but so far, it's been better because like um, the bubble tea craze has long died down, thankfully. Um, and I can find parking in SS15 again. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, that's that's nice. But but then you still can't go out because... <laughs> right? Yeah, you that's still true. still at home and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's true. So, totally a Malaysian's happy place to have parking space. Okay, so basically, what what we're trying to what we're trying to point out, especially for this 
particular time and season, uh, while everyone's stuck at home because of a global pandemic, uh, especially now in this year, 2020, is the use of information and communication technology. You know, reason why we are, we are reflecting back on like, let's say how are we holding up, uh, you know, just checking in on, on my boys, Kaylin and James, on how we, we've been holding up on, you know, during this time when we're all locked up at home because of a global pandemic, right? And a lot of it has to do or has involved the use of this thing called ICT, Information Communication Technology, what we know as uh, our phones or laptops or tablets, whatever device that can connect to the internet, go on our social media, do our gaming. And it, and it, it's become so prevalent in our lives. What more, you know, during this time when we are, you know, at home, you know, and a lot, a lot of it is, um, let's say for in James case, you know, since he is at his uh, uni's hostel, some, some of the time, a lot of the time it, it's spent, you know, in the hostel. Are, is anyone with you in like, staying back in the hostel for this uh, MCO period? I mean, I mean, I got friends. I got, I got some friends. I mean, the good news is I, campus has a life so I can play tennis and stuff like that in the middle, like in the middle of MCO. Because, yeah. well, no one's going to stop us. Well, but, but you still need to practice what social distancing. Actually, actually, social distancing is a bit of a wrong term. I think the proper, the more proper term should be physical distancing. Uh, do, do you guys still, do you guys do that in your uni, your campus? For the most part, I guess so. I mean, it's not like I'm standing next to a guy all the time. So, all right, all right. yeah. Yeah, as long as there are preventive measures in place. But uh, maybe for some of us who, some of y'all who are listening to this, um, y'all could be, I, I don't know who's listening. If y'all if are listening to this, I, I'm really sure most of y'all, you know, staying at home are with your family. Or if you're staying by yourself, then, well, at least we are here to accompany you right now, right? Am I right, guys? Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know there are people who actually live live by himself. So, um, I think one of the struggles that we we have, especially with the, with this MCO, is that we have to adapt. We need to struggle to adapt to this this very this change. And what what's affecting uh this the our lifestyle and our our economy is this pandemic and also the movement control order. And you you see all this all these things happening. Um. If you read your news, you know, our economy has taken a hit. Uh, some people are losing their jobs because you know a lot of their jobs require them to go outside and work, but now they are they're not working and you know what what what, what are they doing with that? Or um, things like you know, people are actually working from home. Again, information communication technology. And a lot of our coping system, coping mechanics. Um, you know how how we cope and hold hold up with this, especially in the midst of the pandemic, is a lot to do with our devices, which provide a lot of things, such as um, you know, the way we work, the way we do things, the way we communicate, even the way we entertain ourselves. Am I right, mm. folks? Yeah, yeah. 
Like, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I, I've been I've been binging Netflix. Not gonna lie, <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, yeah, Bro, I've been like been, I've been binging Netflix too. So kind of just you know, that's just how it is, I guess. Uh, well, I've pretty... been binging, but like I've been doing other stuff now with it, with the internet. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I really feel that, like, don't you think? You know, in a sense, this is, well, you, you know, you know, we so happen to know this phrase, right? In the fullness of time. And th- this is sort of a fullness of time where uh, technology is reaching its, uh, at, like, I mean, it's still developing, but, you know, it has developed to the point of being able to help us adapt to, you know, this, this sort of like, situation. What, what what do you guys think about that? Just look at your smartphone. There, there's so many, there, there's basically a working formula for how to make a great smartphone already. You need a good camera. You need you need a, you need a good display, and so on and so forth. There's more. It's reaching a peak of sorts. Just looking at it, um, yeah. So that's sort of a reflection of how technology is coming to a point where it's that it could be that there would be no other way to be, go beyond that but eh, like, likely they'll come up with something new I mean there's the f- new flip open phones from Samsung's and other companies that are coming that, up with that so that's quite interesting oh yeah um, I would just like to add also like um, it seems that compared to um, our parents time uh, probably in the 19, 1970s, 1960s, um, the smartphone has become, or technology in general, has become a very self-sufficient thing. Um, so last time, like when we needed entertainment, they would like probably go and like kick a ball around or something. If they needed to work, they would actually need to like go out of the house um, and actually do stuff. Um, if they needed to, to buy something, they would also need to go out of the house. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this current generation, I think, um, technology has become so sufficient. We can do all of the three things I mentioned and more, including socialize with people without ever having to leave the comforts of your house. Um, so I think this is one way how technology has extended its reach so much more. Um, but as James said, you know, um, probably there's more to come. Wow! Wow! Yeah, you're you're actually you're actually quite quite right with that. You know, you know. Technology, especially uh, ICT, has you know it has come to such a point as this that where there's a lot of functions that we can carry out just by using our smartphone, guys. Like wow, you know, um, Kalen, would you share with us, uh, you know, some of the points? Because I did mention how people are are starting to work from home and things like that. Maybe you could elaborate a bit more on how different people suit uh I- ICT technology uh to their needs. Okay, sure. Um okay, so I, I believe you you ended with work, right? So you probably want to know how working people um use ICT, right? Am I right? Yes. Uh I, working people and maybe other maybe let's say students or elderly, how are we all coping especially with this uh, global COVID-19 pandemic, we're all, we're all staying at home. 
maybe things will be different even after this, you know, after the MCO is ended, maybe after the COVID-19 curve is flattened and everything. How, how do you think uh, things are going to play out maybe after this and especially in our use of uh, information con- communication technology? Uh, okay, so um, I think we can segregate this into different aspects. So I think there's a social aspect, um, there's a work aspect uh, that uh, those will be the t- main two uh, topics that I'll go into. So for the work, um, there are also two classes where we have the actual working people and we have the students, um, the casual users. Um, how the casual users use uh, IT is generally, um, they use it as a medium for, of communication with their friends. So we see things like Discord, we see things like Zoom, uh, Probably not Zoom, actually, um, but things like Discord, things like Skype being used uh, when they want to communicate one another. And when we see uh, working people, they tend to gravitate towards um, what, Microsoft Teams, Google Teams. Is it what it's called? Yep. Yeah, Microsoft Teams. Microsoft yeah, Microsoft Teams. Teams. Yeah, Microsoft Teams, Zoom um, to replace the meetings, the face-to-face meetings. Yeah, so how I would see it play out um, in the next few months, if let's say this MCO is lifted, is that people will probably have a deeper understanding of how to use this technology. And um, we'll, we'll probably see a revolution in how people interact with ICT now. Um, because in the past, people would uh, found it difficult to actually use IT. But now with this MCO, people are forced to use IT. Um, whether they like it or not. For example, you know, those... Yeah. Yeah, whether they like it or not, that's why. So we see things like, you know, like those old, um, old, older generation people, they would refuse to use IT, you know, because they can literally just face-to-face with you. But now they are forced to use it to see their loved ones and everything. So this creates a whole revolution in how we actually... Um, how the IT is being used nowadays. Which is why I think Zoom's stock price has increased by so much because, you know, like the number of users and everything has increased by a lot or so. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's very in-depth. Uh, James, do you have anything you would like to add on that? Mm, I, can't, I, I can't really say much about that. But other than the fact that even students also use Microsoft Teams. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not like a, what's it called? It's not like a strict thing, you know, where like working adults must use this, this, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Zoom is, it's kind of crazy. Zoom was relatively unknown up to this point. But then suddenly, yeah, because it was, I checked before, it opened in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Someone correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. Uh, uh, and then suddenly, just because of this MCO, so many people have been using it. Literally, everyone I know knows it, knows about it. So it's quite incredible how how that has progressed, and how a how a lockdown MCO, as it were, uh, can affect uh both the knowledge of certain of certain technology that we never knew was possible. I didn't think that you could host a thirty host like thirty five people in one call and actually have a decent a decent um call with one another. Like I was so shocked when I saw like wow there's thirty five of us. How's this even possible? <laughs> <laughs> legit, yeah. man, legit. 
um, yeah. com- compared to let's say um, okay let's do a very um, okay by the way we're not not necessarily a specialist in like uh, when it when it comes to comparing uh, applications per se but let's just give a review right um, let's okay starting I, I'm, I'm just gonna start off like when I use Skype I think it's okay um, Skype but it, I feel like it tends to lag a lot especially mm. when, when I try to use it on my computer but then suddenly oh zoom con- video conferencing then when I get on it and it, everything's just smooth the from the user interface to the meeting points and like everything I mean okay lah you know there, there's gonna there's gonna be some issues with let's say um internet connection going to affect your how how you're going to um call like how, how you're going to talk to one another and, and it might affect your video quality so if you got a good internet connection everything should be fine and and also like the the meeting minutes uh limit also let's say if you're using a free account there's a limit or if you're lucky enough they actually extend your meeting time stuff like that and it sort of gives an advantage to you know as compared to let's say when you're using skype and skype's not doing its job zoom is a very very good alternative though i would prefer maybe discord <laughs> i know because maybe it's yeah. maybe it's a bit more safe uh, and and how how they have their own like dedicated like servers for for stuff you know different different stuff mm. i true. mean like i mean like zoom zoom ha- there's been so many complaints there's been reports about zoom having security problems and if I'm not mis- I can't remember what article it was, but people record rec- recorded Zoom calls or something like that in like a particular website of some sort. Yeah, data's being leaked out. It's not yeah. very. Pre- it's not pretty. Like I, I would suppose that uh, some of the security issues that uh, some people had faced using Zoom, maybe it was because of certain. Uh, maybe either if it was it's either on Zoom's part that they failed to actually be secure in that sense or from what I have actually uh, you know talked to people and I've heard from people and and also certain maybe certain articles that that state that you know hey uh, why people some face some security issues is because they don't really know how to play it safe there are certain settings they forgot to uncheck or maybe it's not safe uh, using like a meeting link. That's why a lot of, that's why a lot of uh, trolls start to enter and they record the call and stuff like that. Because uh, as far as, as I, as I know, because hey guys, we are recording over a Zoom call anyway. Um, it, it, it has security features that it enables you to enable a waiting room you can even lock your meeting or set up a password for it also so but you know if anything maybe it's because of that uh link sharing and from what i've heard uh the possibility of the end-to-end encryption not being as secure let's say compared to whatsapp i don't know uh don't quote me on this guys i'm no uh whatsapp technician or anything but yeah, do check it out yourself. Uh, test everything for yourself and see which which rolls for you. 
uh, right? But of course, it, it is quite the controversy. <laughs> uh, okay, you know. So, Kaylin, what, uh, what, what do you what do you think uh, about uh, like let's say the the various apps used in in sort of com communicating and for work and everything? What what is your preference to all this? Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, but before I want to say that, um, I would just like to note um, that um, when it comes to security, the human factor is always the weakest link. What do you mean yeah. by that? Um, so when it comes to doing cybersecurity, because I my major in uni is actually cybersecurity, um, software. Uh, digital system security. So what we learn in the course is that humans generally are the weakest link in that they are the ones that are most vulnerable to attacks. So for example, the simplest attack you can think of, you know, those um, emails that come into your, uh, your email address where they say, I'm a Saudi Arabian prince. Oh, you're wow. going to get $99 million <laughs> if you, like, you bank into this. Account. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, all, we are all familiar with that. But have you ever wondered why people keep sending out these emails? It's because there are people that actually click on it. Mm. There are people that are actually fooled by this. Wow. Uh, and this is precisely what I mean when I say humans are the weakest link in that we can be manipulated, we can be socially engineered to actually um, do certain things that we would not otherwise do. Yeah, but that's that's from a security perspective. But anyways, back to the app thing. So sorry, Aaron. <laughs> No, no, no. It, it's really good insight, especially as to, you know, what you're currently studying also. Yeah, that's true. Um, so when I think about the different uh, mediums, so as you said, mentioned there's Discord, there's Skype, uh, there's Zoom, um, there's also Google Hangouts. Oh yeah, uh, Google Hangouts. Don't, yeah. don't forget that, guys. Yeah, yeah. But personally, I like um, Zoom and Discord. Um but it depends. Um, I prefer Discord for voice chats uh, and Zoom for video calls. Yeah, wait, they're, sorry? they're just way better. You okay? Wait, you prefer Discord for voice chats and Zoom for video calls? Yes, that's right. That that that's reasonable. Uh, that that that's reasonable. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I, when I think about Skype, also I think of the company behind it, Microsoft. They are pretty diversified, actually. Um, so Skype is not that great of a service, even though it works. Um, but if Microsoft actually concentrated on Skype, I think it will make a better product than Zoom or Discord, actually. Yeah, but that's just my, my own subjective take on it. Lah, so anyone can correct me, really. What, 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 was your, what were the issues that you faced when you were using Skype anyway? Like, is, is it similar oh. to what, what I mentioned or...? Um, yeah, um, so, uh, but Skype also, uh, the problem with it is like, no matter how much internet I give to it, it's always slower. It's always, um, it's always not as high quality as the other two apps that I mentioned. Yeah. So, so that's basically mm. it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, moving on guys. Um, so we talked a lot about uh how information communication technology oh yeah I, I i feel like i'm dragging this uh we talked about how ict has played a part in our lives actually it, it has always played a part in our lives especially uh since what the early 2000s 
up up until mm. up until now, you know, and when everything was like you know, smartphones came into play, and and things just got a lot more, and we 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 got a lot more hooked and connected, in that sense. And ICT has always been a prevalent part of our lives, even before the mm. MCO. But then even more so now, since the MCO started. If you guys don't know what MCO is already, please stay at home. <laughs> Movement control order. Okay, <laughs> stay at home, guys. Please. Don't make this any hard yes, for any please. of us. And like, also appreciate the frontliners. Shout out to the frontliners. You guys are angels in disguise. Amazing. You, you, you know what I'm amazing. saying? Amazing. Amazing grace. <laughs> How sweet. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, police, uh, hospital staff, and, you know, even the army <laughs> that got deployed. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, stay safe. Stay at home. Take care. God bless. All right, moving on. Uh, and you know, ever since the MCO started, also, it has been so you know prevalent and, and so we are so even more dependent and reliant on it, even to help us cope or to help us work and entertain ourselves and stuff like that. So, um, just I just want to segue into this this real this discussion. We have to get real. We have to get down. Uh, to this, we need to be more aware and like walk circumspectly in that sense in in that um you know managing our use of um this technology that we've been given to you know access online media social media and, and stuff like that so i just want to discuss right aren't there pros and cons to using this technology let's start with you james what what, what do you think are the pros and cons to using uh, information communication technology, I- ICT, your phones, your tablets, your laptop, whatever. Go. I mean, literally, literally the most obvious thing is that it's addictive. <laughs> um, b- technology has been built to make it so that you're addicted to using, using it from Netflix to YouTube and then all the way down to Facebook and your most basic stuff. You are, we are in a sense trapped in this kind of loop and it's, and I mean, it's something so normal, but when you think about it so many years ago, it doesn't make any sense to do. First thing you wake up, what are you doing? You are scrolling through your Facebook feed and stuff like that. So that's the clearest con I can think of. Because give or take, since when is it ever a healthy thing to sit there in the morning and do nothing? <laughs> and literally not at least just like maybe like, I don't know, stretch like most people tend to, like some people tend to do. Uh, I mean, you, it's not wrong to use technology. I tend to use Facebook for newsfeed to see what kind of things are happening from various news outlets. That's my normal usage, usage of it nowadays. But um, it shouldn't replace certain things like you should do in the morning. Like normally you are supposed to brush your teeth the first thing in the morning, not, oh just, sit, no, not just sit there and, do, and just scroll through your, your feed. But I mean, the probably one of the pros is actually the connection you can still sort of have uh if you that some of us definitely have like distant friends we don't get to talk to as often anymore maybe they're in some other country or something like that but uh through the little little posts 
that they get that they post online insta instagram fa facebook even twitter personally i've never i i've never found reason to use twitter guys so i just kind of don't understand it <laughs> um, honest, same i understand you brother wait kaylen are you on twitter <laughs> kaylen are you on no, twitter no i'm not i'm not i'm not uh, james, i mean i have an account but i don't use it at all james are you i have an account I have an account, but I have no idea what to use it for. I just don't understand it. Okay, if if you don't if you don't understand it, let me explain briefly uh, before <laughs> I move on. Um, if anything, right? Okay, so this is from what I observed, lah. Huh? Facebook. Uh, a lot of us, uh, even younger Gen Zs, I think for for me and like some older peeps, uh, we still use it for like maybe class groups or or maybe news and stuff like that. But for the younger Gen Zs, or for me, let's say my age to, to those who are younger, to those below uh, 20s, still in their teens and stuff, they use Facebook for memes, guys. All those meme pages. <laughs> that is true, actually. Yes, actually yeah, true. Only I have to I agree see. with that. I really have to agree with that. Yeah, what, right. I do, I do use that for memes too. To be honest, if if not but, if not Reddit, because uh, not everyone's on Reddit, but a lot of people, everyone's on Facebook. Basically, everyone is on Facebook, whether you like it or not. But uh, mm -hmm. I see the younger generation are actually more. They're more towards Instagram than than Facebook, because you say social media, right? To them, it's like oh, yeah. Instagram is the first thing that comes to their mind nowadays. Oh, what's Facebook? Uh, old people use one lah. But actually, no, Facebook everyone is using. And what do we use it for? Memes. <laughs> Primarily memes. So Facebook is memes. Then what is Instagram? Instagram also got memes, yes. But actually, Instagram would be the would be now the 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 the, the what what's it called? The mainstream. Now now it's considered the new mainstream uh social media platform where they post live updates, uh temporary stories, um pictures. A lot, a lot of it has to do with pictures, even though it's not specifically um, professional photography-esque, even though there are those accounts, but it's sort of a sort of that that platform to sort of exhibit yourself in a way. That's Instagram for you. Facebook, Instagram, now we come to Twitter. Guys, welcome to Twitter. Everyone's posting. <laughs> Every, everyone is... Um, Twitter is the place where you can say anything and... No one is paying attention. That's basically. So is that, so is that really social media then? Actually, no. Actually, connection. By right, Twitter is, was supposed to be the social media that that is okay. Forgive me and correct me where I'm wrong. Uh, those of you who are listening, but from what I'm aware, Twitter was supposed to be the social media that is um supposed to be for news. By right, and uh. But then for yeah, now for now what in, in my in my particular circles or at least the people I know and the people I'm following it, and and you know some some of them are even from college or or, or anything and all I see are the are these tweets are like random 2am thoughts or, or or like stuff you you can't see in front of a person you see it behind the back but you want to post it online and like because because hardly anyone is I uh, not Sorry, it's like if it, if it's funny enough, people will be like, "Oh, haha!" And then a lot of likes and re reacts, and it blows up, and he even uh, goes on, let's say, Buzzfeed or World of Buzz or whatever, <laughs> or or it's it's a fun or it's something that, or maybe it's, they're just uh, shit posting their thoughts, 
online and there's no like reaction or anything it's, it's just like a personal like diary a short diary of like people's like one sentence two sentence kind of thoughts and some of them are funny some of them are like that but the reason why i see people posting on twitter is, is usually that <laughs> stuff okay. stuff you won't post on facebook linkedin or instagram you go and post on twitter it's, it's like that one <laughs> um is there anything else i don't know guys um that that's just what i observed lah, i guess Welcome to Twitter. If you ever go there, uh, well, it's not not really the nicest place to be, but you know, there's hope. You know, where will we, guys? Oh, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Pros and, Pro, pros and cons. Yeah. Uh, you. Where Where do you start? I don't know anymore. I forgot, guys. <laughs> we got lost in Twitter. Social media. Yeah. I mean, I I would have what was to. I saying? Like what addiction connection? Oh wait, yeah, wait, wait. Now I get. Oh yeah, the connection part. Yeah, right, 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 right. Because I was talking like something along the lines of, like those people you haven't caught up with in a long time. Like, let's say there's just like, like this guy's in the US and you're in Malaysia. Like it's either a twelve or thirteen hour difference or more. I'm not sure how. I don't know how how time zones work from US to, from the US to Malaysia, but um. Uh, there, there's still that chance of hey, I'm seeing, still seeing my friend, what what my friend's doing on the, on the daily, uh, those kind of things, mm. those little little moments that at least let you know that how your friend's doing, and you know he's doing all right, or maybe he's doing having a crappy time or something like that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Mm. Yeah, Kaylin, what what do you think are the pros and cons to to using you know technology, media technology? Uh, definitely content. Uh, I think you brought it up already, you know, like we see all the memes and everything on Twitter and Facebook, whatever, I don't know. But yes, content is very easily accessible uh, in this uh, time and age um, with technology. Um, but definitely uh, a con of technology will be the effect it has on our bodies. Like, um, for example, I use the computer a lot and my eyes burn. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a good thing, right? <laughs> no, that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, thing it's, it's suggested you're supposed to look away like every 20 minutes or something like that, but who actually yeah. will teach that? <laughs> that's right. I mean, yeah, so precisely that, but not just my eyes also, but my body posture. I think just now Aaron was complaining like he wasn't sitting well. Yeah, I, I, felt, I felt that. We all feel that. <laughs> we, we all don't sit well. I think we, most of us, we sit with our backs also like at some odd angle, more than like maybe 361 degrees. Uh, just kidding, I'm just kidding. 361 degrees? What the crap? <laughs> 361 <laughs> degrees is just one degree. <laughs> exactly. No, you're literally yeah, turning 360 and then a little more, you're like a freaking owl, guys. Except it's not your neck, like it's your whole body. <laughs> All right, 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 as right. a math as a ma- as a math major, I'm dis- I'm disappointed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boomer. <laughs> so like, yeah. But the point is that yeah, we we do all these kind of things, and I think there might be repercussions for us in the f- future. Uh, yeah. I th- I think for me, right, I actually resonate with a lot with what you guys share, and, and just a bit more. Um, we do have uh yeah pros and cons to this uh this media technology ic information communication technology ict 
that we're using phones, uh, laptops and everything. The I feel the pros are, it, it's really convenient because, you know, once you're hooked up to the internet, once you're connected, everything becomes accessible to you, especially not just in terms of accessing information, let's say, if you're a student and you're researching some articles on like Wikipedia or or any news portal or anything like that. Or when it comes to, you know, doing a sort of not, not just research, but like any kind of work in general, really. And and also in terms of communication, you know, people are just there already at your fingertips. You know, you know, I think I think it was information te- communication tech tech. Blah. I feel so draggy. I, I, I'm a boomer, guys. <laughs> uh, I feel that... Oh, please. Lol. Hey, shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel that uh, it also sort of shaped and redefined the way we define friendships as well. Like, wow. Like, think about that. Like, we can actually be there for but each other. But, but at the same time, oh, yeah. there, there is that downside where we are not... You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like when you're talking about friends, so I think another con is that we don't get to physically have uh, contact with each other kind of thing. I remember you said it's a physical distancing, right? Um, right, right. In right. regards to the MCO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another thing is that we don't get to like actually um, interact with our friends in a very raw manner, if I can put it that way. Because like most of the interactions done through screen, so we don't actually feel their presence if I can put it that way. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so deep I feel their presence. I mean, wow. I mean yeah. It'd be an interesting so study. It'd be an interesting study to see how online calls and all these kind of things affect the psychology of human beings. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Wow. Wouldn't be yeah, too but, bad. Uh, it, it's, a like, I mean, it's a double edged it's a double edged sword because um you know yeah, it sort of puts limits on how we express affection, especially now since we are trying to keep a physical distance. At the same time, don't you think it is also uh, keeping us safe in that way? You know, because germs and everything. What, what, what do you think? Definitely. Hmm? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. No comment. Definitely. When I, f- when I find people shaking my hand suddenly, my wanting to shake my hand, my head, uh, I get goosebumps and I, I realize, wait a minute. Dun da da Oh my wow motion deru Nani Nani not at me today <laughs> Speak of Better memes. use a hand sanitizer Slay uh, yeah, yeah, the coronavirus Oh god I sound like a televangelist eh, eh. Oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> Okay um Slay boy Slay Okay um Right Okay wait just just a shout out guys to all my friends, uh, y'all listening to this, uh, especially those who know me very well, uh, my love language is one of my highest love languages, guys, is physical touch. So once MCO is done, y'all are getting hugged. <laughs> Just saying. Everyone. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Get, that, get some of that. Not, it's not going to be coronavirus. It's going to be some love bug or something. Oh, no, no. That, that, you that's better, that's you, wrong. Oh, gosh. You better, you better, check, you better check whether you're, whether you're, you're vaccinated first, bro. I, I, no, I, I'm pretty sure. Wait, wait. What, what do you mean by vaccinated? I don't think we have a coronavirus vaccine, do we? 
sometime in the future. Who knows? Uh, God help I doubt, us. I, I, some some people some people have actually said gone and said like, uh, lockdown will only stop once the vaccine is done. So uh, wait like until next year. <laughs> uh, who knows? Well, for some. Hmm? Some people want to. Some people want to say that say it that way, but our economy can't take it. Oh, not at all, man. <sighs> but yeah, man, it it's gonna it's gonna affect how we express ourselves. Also, everything's down online. Why why should we meet, you know, in person? And you know, it sort of takes away from that. So why why gives the 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 pros of connectivity and accessibility um i see a lot of cons as well like if we do not know how to manage our screen time our eyes can go if we do not know how to manage our our time with you know whatever we are doing you know it could end up being addictive also you know talk about science and biology and whatnot uh there's, there's this whole thing about how uh, our happiness hormones and chemicals in the brain and stuff interact with the reward centers and things like that. I'm not going to get too in-depth even though I was a science student, but please go look that up. All right. Uh, that is the science uh, behind the why we have certain uh, connections <clears throat> and, and addictions and stuff like that. When we use technology, it actually um, restricts our... Um, our thought processes to some degree. Explain, elaborate. Elaborate, elaborate, dude. Yeah, okay. Um, so like, when every time you use technology, as I mentioned in one of my pros, now you get lots of content. That's correct, right? No one can deny that. But the problem is, how do you then process all this content in your head? Mm. Um, normally, when we look at this content, we just like, it's, you know, like into your brain, that out straight away kind of thing. We don't have time for deep reflection on this kind of things. For example, if I were to give you the news now about like the world economy is going to drop, um, as people who are so used to this in and out mentality of the technology and content, we would barely give it much thought. But and if we did, it would just be superficial thoughts most of the time. Wow. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? I think I think a lot a lot of it has to do with uh, information overload, also. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Actually. I think, and yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just how yeah. we how we you know cope with all this information because we can't process every single thing you know like so in order to to cope with it we have to have some mechanisms. Oh yeah, yeah. Information actually, overload. <laughs> actually, one, one, one con I actually wanted to bring up now. Now that I remember, because you said thank you very much, Kalen. Um, especially with how um we use our social media and how it can get addictive, and especially with our phones. You know, we we have it. It's like a it's like a little extension of our hands. It's like our own hands and feet now. Like it has become a very part, if not a very hard of our daily lives. Don't you think so? Like, um, no, put it this way, you know, when, when we get hooked on social media, we, we, we get, we get to see what other people are doing in our lives. But in a sense, I feel that because of, you know, some of the points that we brought up, you know, getting addicted, social media use and, and information overload, I think we also tend to get influenced and shaped by, by what we see on social media. And more so towards the negative sense, negative influence also. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, like if you were to 
let's say lah, huh? uh, this is a very typical example. I am a girl. <laughs> I'm not a girl, uh, but I let's say for example, uh, I'm a girl and I I follow all these. Um, I have friends who are like more beautiful, more talented than me, or and, and like or or maybe some some other like beauty pageants and whatnot. And then I I see like all all these all these things on social media being shared. Let's say their holiday or the or a new song cover or or a new um what what what's it called outfit of the day. OOTD, yes. OOTD. <laughs> I got it right. Yes, OOTD. Okay, and I totally did not I totally did not know what that mean until you guys just mentioned that. Wait, you don't know for the longest time we don't know what OOTD man. I have never oh my goodness. bothered to look it up and everyone I don't really James I, I have nothing to say. It's an official boomer. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm Boom sorry. Job. Okay, wait, 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 kidding, kidding. Uh, I think James. No, I'm is, sorry. I think James I'm just, is. I'm just out of touch at this point. Yeah, I think James I like, is the the most. Uh, okay, not to say boomer, but like he he's the more <laughs> conservative type, where he he knows how to restrict himself, and I think that's something we can learn from James. Correct, right, Kalen? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> so okay, let's say I'm following all this, and I and I see that you know people are actually doing better than me or I, or I perceive that I see wow you know mm. such such a beautiful you know why why am I seeing all this and they're having such a beautiful life and look at me you know I, I'm this insert insecurity here <laughs> uh, mm. let's say yeah, yeah. for example I, I'm this couch potato or or something and, and, and I'm, I'm talentless and stuff and then it, it could actually influence some people's mindsets to a, to a more depressing sort of state and also maybe to an extreme also to fall into that downward spiral and god knows what happens to them they they end up getting they they hurt themselves or even worse I'm not going to say that That's but true. you know this would have to be doing with like a lot of like self image or something like that yeah yeah. I, I, it, it's it's this thing where you, you know the saying comparison is the thief of joy and I think social yeah. media has the power in the more negative connotation ha huh, connotation it's a con that uh, lol eh what yeah pun intended anyway it's lol. a it, it's a con that um, social media has the power <laughs> to influence someone's perception mm. of themselves just merely by comparing your behind the scenes to someone's highlights. You know, just by comparing someone's behind the scene, your behind the scenes to someone's highlights on their social media, and then you end up thinking, oh, I'm not happy, having as happy as a life as they are. You know, I, I actually know of like friends who who actually go through that and, and they and they tell themselves, oh, I'm I'm not good enough, I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm or I'm not handsome enough, or I'm not talented enough, and stuff like that. And I think when I was younger and I used social media, so I, I also felt the same way in a lot of ways. Mm. Or, or maybe not in that sense. Maybe it was a different thing where I was trying to learn how to use social media. Yeah, back then I was a boomer like you, James. <laughs> and, and Excuse I got, me? And I got called out for it. Okay, I'm not going to go into detail, but okay, anyway, moving on, moving on. James, <laughs> do, you, do you have anything you want to add on? Like, uh, any thoughts? I mean, the, the comparison thing, I mean, I guess a simple way of looking at it is also you kind of people like to show what they 
I mean, this is just probably just evident. People like to show what they want to show, not necessarily what is happening behind the scenes. A nice picture of a couple could actually hidden behind it have the couple. Their couple are probably having a fight or something like that. Mm, it can true. happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my brain is suddenly gravitating to like a a video that the Ming thing the Ming thing made a long time ago. Like it had to a lot to do with social media. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, like, is that wow. video? Is that video? I I remember now. It's about. It was such a good one. Very very. That was heartfelt. such a good video. Yeah. Uh. Was, to, yeah. Mm, yeah. To summarize, I think if I if I remember correctly, I I think we should link the video in the description. Anyway, uh, shout out to uh the Ming Ting. If you've ever cross come across this, maybe in the distant future, because uh this yeah, we're not as popular yet. Okay, but anyway. Uh, shout out to the Ming Ting. Very good video, and the video is about how uh, a relationship, how how information tech communication technology is has played a part in this particular couple's life, and they keep updating their their relationship status or or, or their or basically their status on social media every time they go out or or do things, and it's sort of it's sort of. Um, Sort of subtracts the meaningful parts. I subtracts the meaning from the relationship. Like you know, it's less meaningful because of like you know you want to put it's like you want to put up a performance or a facade, but you're not really participating in the relationship, which leads to a, a sort of a brokenness and a rift, in that sense. And that was what was portrayed, you know, in that video. If you guys want to watch uh, that video, I think. Maybe I'll try to put it in the description or or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, and and yeah, um, that that was a really good point you brought up. Mm. Yeah, thanks, James. <laughs> okay. No worries. <laughs> I I think also I I just want to touch touch on this uh this this one aspect of our life. So we we know how the MCO is affecting how how we go about our stuff now that you know some businesses have to close down or transform in that way uh to work online mm -hmm. and and even our lifestyle everything is whether we like it or not we are shut in and and stuff but there's also one 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 part of our life that uh is also affected that also requires <laughs> the use of uh me media online media technology or ICT which would be you know how religious institutions operate as well. Uh, more more specifically, uh, be, okay. Uh, just to give give a heads up to everyone, uh, listening on this. Yeah, we all Christians, right? Uh, churches, these days, have also transformed. And um, this is a because we are living in such a a time as this, uh, facing the pandemic. You know this uh crisis. Um, whether we like it or not, stuff like this, changes like this had to be made and had to happen also. Okay, James, I would like you to uh, sort of present, you know, sort of explain um, how church was before the MCO versus after and, you know, whether or not like, so which one is more 
um, the definition of what church is supposed to be. Hey, could you give give a bit of an explanation? Okay, right, fine. Okay, so all right. Okay, okay. Normally, when people talk about a church today, actually, they're just talking about like, like something like a building. Actually, like I go to church. Um, it's uh, supposedly referring to you wanting to go to uh, a religious site, and that religious site happens to be about worshiping the about worshiping the Christian God. And um, but that's not necess- That's not really how Christians view church. Church is actually uh, what we call a body or an organization of of a gathering of human beings whereby they actually come together to actually worship God and listen to his to his word the bible comprising of the old testament and the new testament uh being pre- being preached to to them and and they are there to act and uh through that they are they are actually either encouraged in their faith or maybe uh what would they would be convicted of what convicted of something maybe some sort of wrong thing they've done uh sort of like uh i don't know if how many people understand this term anymore but something equivalent to the word sin uh yes um but yeah back to the idea of before and after before the mco uh on a weekly basis i just we people would just go to church they would just go to uh, the building where the church gathers, the building where the the body of people actually gather, and then they just pray. They actually sing sing songs to worship God and to and to listen to His word preached, and uh, and also we also have something called the Lord's Supper, which is actually a kind of uh, meal of sorts that uh, that. Uh, Christians share with one another uh, either weekly or monthly basis uh, that sort of thing that certain churches have different practices on that matter uh, There, and that used to be how life was supposed to be we would go to church well at least that's how it, it was on the weekly uh, go to church re- sing, sing, pra- sing praises sing songs to God as it were uh, met, listen to his to his word being preached, uh, and also see, also actually, uh, mis, uh, having that meal together we call the Lord's Supper, comprising of bread and wine. Um, um, but now with the MCO happening, you can't have that. You can't like digitally give bread and wine to one another like that. It just doesn't work. That's impossible, as it were. And uh, now lately, uh, for my church in particular, we gather on Zoom online and we break into smaller groups. Uh, we actually, uh, smaller smaller groups, I believe Zoom has these things called breakout rooms. Mm, yep. And we actually split into, we, we split into smaller groups where we can do some. Uh, uh, my church in particular has been giving out pre sermon and post sermon discussion questions so we've been going through those before the sermon and then after the sermon and normally the sermon come is pre-recorded uh through uh through on uh not true sorry pre-recorded on youtube 
and I just, it's kind of dumb that I forgot this, but uh, we also pray together in church. Uh, we pray co corporately speaking. We pray together. And there are written prayers. Normally, we do recite. We do recite together, and these things are were these things were normative to say together in before MCO. But after MCO, there is one person, normally a clergyman, who actually uh, re, uh, says the says the okay. Clergyman is just whoever works uh, for the church. Whoever is whoever is uh, um working as a pastor, not whoever works for the church, but whoever works as a pastor or, or a particular servant of the church. Um, Something like a priest or, you know. A pastor? Pastor, priest. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah a pastor uh, of sorts. Um, and and uh, normally some, somebody will recite these, pray, these pray, prayers or there will be some, someone also praying Praying from the from from the, there is a member of the congregation, the member of the church, a member of the church who is actually uh, praying for particular needs. Like we have been really praying for this COVID nineteen situation. For example, we we don't want this to continue on. We want this to end. We want to meet together. Things like that. Um, so and these are all pre recorded. These are all pre recorded and the pre record them pre-recorded uh it's a weird feeling to have to do this because it's actually sort of a prayer already said in a sense uh but um it is a way whereby the church lead the members of the church who are called to uh pray on a particular day lead us in prayer as it were so um it's strange it's rather weird to be connecting in this po this is what i'm still talking about post mco time it's rather strange to be having to talk to people online and not being able to like at least shake their hands or or high five them or uh i'm the hug i'm the hugging type of human being so i don't mind hugging hugging human beings hey, it's kind of weird come on <laughs> yeah. give me some of their affection don't encourage yeah. this sin love leave some room so, for the holy spirit <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. What on earth? Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, there's that there's that loss of uh physical and physical pre uh connection with one another because uh clearly it's not the same. Mm, clearly yeah. it's very very it's very very different. Um, I don't know. I just look forward to the day that this this all ends and I can just go back to going to church and having to shake hands and so on without having to like be crazy about go crazy on the hand sanitizer or something mm -hmm. like that oh, that's true man the hand sanitizer is expensive what on earth <laughs> you know Kaylin, before before we recorded this you also brought up a point about you know even before the mco like should we use our phones in church like oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah so i i would think that the whole point about you know why technology has been a controversial controversial point or it has it's a bit of a controversy to to use maybe in not in all churches but like you know some churches or like religion in general is because there is that what i feel and observe you know there's that separation of 
the you know the sacred and the secular, and sometimes it it's is more so towards um you know what we pay attention to or or in another sense you know what we worship, you know Kaelin, mm-hmm. we, would you like to you know elaborate more on your thoughts on this? On which part specifically? Yeah, like what what do you think about using phones in church? And and, by, uh, okay. and also and also by extension, like what do you think of you know how church is being done, especially you know with uh, the use of our current technologies? Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. Uh, full disclaimer: um, I do use the phone in church to scroll through the Bible and to also take notes. Um, so from the time when I was actually um, taking notes using my phone, I actually uh, got some disapproval from the people around me. They thought it was, uh, they, did, they did bring up some valid points, such as I was distracting people around around me when I was using the phone. They mm-hmm. thought I was browsing the internet or something rather than taking notes. Um, and the potential to actually be distracted by WhatsApp messages coming in is very high. Let's just put it that way. I think we all can agree, right, guys? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh this is one of the uh some of my thoughts on it um let me think just a bit more um Jingmin, i mean uh, james you want to go first i mean like i'm the person who will tell you that i mean please don't if you any of you churches if you're listening please don't give your your congregation members your wi-fi password thank you <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> that is the that is the major blow, man. Like, why would you do that to yourself? It it really it the no, moment you do that, it distracts everyone. It, well, it allows any young any person with a phone to distract themselves whatsoever. Um, there is um there is really no reason to give them their Wi-Fi password at your Wi-Fi password. Seriously, there's just none. Yeah, but uh, even if they don't have Wi-Fi password, they still have data. So like, <laughs> uh, yeah, true lah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the ah, uh, for me, I personally, when my the common practice is to not use phones in church when I when in the middle of service, the service the 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 service during service, I normally relegate to only paper notes. Uh, I look at my notebook. I bury my phone in my in my bag or my or my pocket. I tend not to be distracted, but what is distracting is when I see people using their phones. Yeah. So back to what I said just now, right? Like, um, people around yeah. me are distracted by me using their phone. Uh, yeah. So those, uh, that is one of my thoughts. Um, uh, but I think phones can be integrated into church service if we do it right. Um, mm-hmm. How so? Go on. And if we, is is it's and if it's possible to actually restrict what apps we could use in church. So like, if someone stand over at you and you happen to be using a phone, um, their automatic assumption uh, would be that you're either using the Bible or you're taking notes. If there was a way to do that, I think that would be absolutely amazing, right, guys? Absolutely. But then, but then, but then, phones are already kind of stigmatized in the way. In, when you like if something's happening in front of you then you use and you're using your phone then that's a, normally a sign that you're not paying attention i mean take take, take generally classes <laughs> uh <laughs> people who go for 
all you uni students don't lie you know what you're doing you you all know what you're doing mm-hmm. when your lecturer yep. is talking That's and true. yeah yeah and because of that it's kind of difficult to actually like spin this around and actually try and get it like get it destigmatized and um i mean as christians we don't mind po- pointing each other's faults for the most part we don't mind pointing each other's faults to so that we can correct one another when we've gone wrong but some people are still shy so uh it gets it it gets a little complex as an issue as an issue as a whole um but i think there's a way to pot to integrate in phones in a reverential way um and there's mm-hmm. also times when it becomes very irreverent um for example the thing that we call worship as christians which is basically us singing praises to god singing songs of praise to god um there are occasionally times where you know you see people just snap out their phone and they shamelessly use their instagram and take an instagram story in front of everyone i think that's a bit more that's a bit more irreverent when it comes to the phone usage uh, as compared to like taking notes or you know scrolling through the bible i think um scrolling through the bible and and taking notes should definitely be commended first of all because that's something many people don't do in the first place mm-hmm. but whereas when it comes to instagram flipping out and everything i think that's a bit more But uh, we mm, shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> some low key, some some interest, some cool advice, some cool predicaments. Though nowadays people take notes using their Apple pens or yeah. their iPads, and those are cool. and the more and that and I think those in particular actually alleviate the idea of. I mean, that's the thing that can't be stigmatized because they kind of know what you're doing on the by using the Apple pen. You are. You are actually taking notes or drawing something, but yeah, but I don't want to spend almost four k or three k for an iPad and then like six hundred for a pen. Nah, I, I think it, it's a matter of what what you what you do, how you present yourself doing it, or so lah, guys. Okay, if, if I might write, if I might just wrap this up, I think you know coming back to what why I mentioned about this whole separation between the sacred and the secular. I think uh, just just gonna give uh, my background. So, like I said, I come from a Catholic background, and you know, sometimes I I visit like all these evangelical um, contemporary churches or so, and I see that is that stark difference. So, uh, when growing up in the Catholic church, we were always told to silence our phones, switch off our phones, put it in our pockets, don't look at it throughout the whole mass and stuff. Why? Because You know, this is a time to where we come to, for this one purpose, to focus ourselves, devote ourselves entirely to God, to in worship, and you know, and and to just nothing else. You know, and you know the, this whole this whole mm-hmm. thing, this whole thing about something to do with we are not supposed to love the world. Yeah. So in a sense, switching off our phone sort of symbolizes that we are laying down our idols. We are putting away our distractions, and we have come to completely focus and devote ourselves to God, or at least for that one hour, because uh, that that is there's that sort of um, 
Secrecy. Okay, I don't know if that's a word. So basically, sacredness. Yeah, the the sense of sacredness and the level of like, you know, sacredness that we have attributed to that particular moment in time where we, you know, the closest you can ever be to God, and that that's why you know, uh, for Catholics and maybe some Christian churches where they do like put away their phones and stuff, they see that this is a moment where you come to worship God. Therefore, no distractions, pull away your phones. But then, okay. I, then I see these more contemporary churches. You know, their form of worship versus like how a Catholic uh, church would operate uh, in terms of a worship service or in that, in, in their sense of mass. Uh, it's, it's just, there's that stark difference, right? Here you have uh, a priest. They literally call, they have a priest in like these vestments. They have an altar. They have like, What's a vest? What's a vestment? Though uh, it, it's sorry. I mean these uh, you no know, the the types of um, clothes garments attire clothes attire that that the priest would wear. Guys, look it up. Uh, you get your uh, they they're called like what cassocks and uh capes. I'm not I'm not gonna go into that. Uh, and then they have this altar, and then they have the how they practice the the liturgy and the sacraments is all very ritualistic. It's it's typical of like it gives that sense of religion to it, and you know how everything is like strictly played out. Whereas compared to contempor- a contemporary service, how they they actually give you that freedom, and it's so modernized and simplified. There's a band on the stage. There are there are singers that lead you into praising God and stuff, and they actually make full use, more use, if I may say of uh, information, communication technology, social media and everything compared to, let's say, maybe what Catholic church or some uh, more, the more traditional churches would use. A- am I right or am I wrong? Anyway, um, and yeah. let's say me, me going to these uh, contemporary churches, I do see people, some people, whether they are part of the social media team or not, they do whip out their phone and they take all these uh, take pictures, take video of the moment, people jumping and dancing, praising God, or or, or lifting their hands and, and things like that. Or even, and di- okay, this is a personal uh, pet peeve for me. Jumping, huh? huh? No, no, no. Hey, 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 we're not here to, please, James, all right? Um, basically, or even <laughs> cameramen, guys, literal cameramen with DSLRs coming right up to your face for that one perfect shot of you, like, like praying and stuff. And that, that for me mm. is that that's sort of a pet peeve. But at the same time, sort of a for, forgivable one for me. Because I know it's a sort of a tactic to make use of social media to evangelize in that sense. Maybe, I don't know. This is yeah. perhaps one of those ways where they utilize social media, where they utilize uh, media. And maybe because of the modernization of you know, our Christian religion, has allowed for such practices to take place. Times are changing. People, you know, we are evolving as we, we go go about. Right, let's, let's wrap this up, guys. So, what is your takeaway from this? Uh, what What's this conclusion? Is technology or specifically ICT, social media, is it good? Is it bad? What do we do about it? What do we do with it? Your thoughts? I think we just went for a very big overview of um, IT and church and some of the contemporary issues that plague our church. Um, so um, 
I think the kind of reflections that we would have would also be not as in-depth. But I think IT does have a great potential to be used uh, as a tool for spreading the gospel and to also unite the church, even though we are just distant in this time. Uh, it has lots of potential for a lot of things, but at the same time, it comes also with its own um, with its own disadvantages that are not too great. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. So, fair share of its own problems. Uh. Yeah. Um, you can never replace going to church physically and meeting up with people physically with just meeting over Zoom. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's uh, while I'm glad that this could be like a kind of um, opportunity, good opportunity for churches to be able to give, go around and spread around uh, the message of Jesus, which is the gospel. Uh, I, 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 if if um the foresee- for the foreseeable future, uh, we don't take care and make sure that w- what we do that we use this wisely uh, we could there could be disastrous results our churches might be empty or empty yeah. year or empty year which is never which is which is never uh, church, when I say churches in this case it's going to be a, it's, a, it's a building in this point our people won't be gathering together they'll be like well why don't we just gather over the internet but no uh, thinking quite uh, replace actually physically meeting with one another. Mm, yep. This also has. To, I think we can say that about for every social engagement. You can't just replace physical, um, physical meeting. At some we humans have to meet with one another physically at some point. Yeah, you know the saying. Uh, no man is an island. We are not. Yeah. meant to be alone or separated in that sense uh i believe we i mean we all believe here that you know us human beings were made to be you know social beings and a lot of us mm, yes and what what it means to be in community also is to actually to be together and a lot of being together also entails like being physically together I think I actually agree with uh, James' uh, sentiment that, you know, this this doesn't really... I don't think this will ever replace what meeting together in person will actually be like compared to, you know, as with meeting online. Though meeting online does help in some ways for, let's say, certain reasons. Let's say maybe... Uh, after this whole COVID-19 or MCO, maybe we don't have to miss out. You know, those who are there will be there and those who are not there, uh, you know, they can still participate in that way and, and, and be able to like, like meet <laughs> for safety reasons. Okay, so, but like, um, my takeaway from this is that we need to exercise wisdom when it comes to uh, social media and uh, I information and communication technology goodness i always keep uh ict we need to we need to exercise that wisdom and that balance you know otherwise we can always tend to navigate towards the 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 negative side of things 
as okay. as with as with churches and and what we're doing. Okay, by the way, heads up, guys. Uh, whoever of your our friends who are listening, who are not Christians, who like maybe of other religions, do hit us up and let us know uh, what your faith communities are doing, uh, especially uh, that involves technology. Um, but anyway, in the sense of uh, church, of course, technology won't replace. It can, whatever we are doing online on Zoom calls or, or anything live streaming, um, it's not going to replace uh, gathering together. Maybe we are going. Our future gatherings might get affected. Maybe laws will be established that uh, there will be limitations because who knows the virus may or may not come back, or or maybe not not that particular you know COVID nineteen virus, or maybe it's just to keep like a safe distance uh, and to practice um, a more safer environment in terms of uh, that. But it's not going to replace that because you know technology can never give us that human touch ultimately uh, and also that sense of being together in the community but it, it, would, it can definitely help in, in certain ways especially since now we are in the MCO and, and things like that so yeah also happy Easter <laughs> wait okay Kaelin <laughs> K- 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 you want to say something uh, yeah I just wanted to say also um, when we talk about church also yeah um, we as Christians, we believe that God works through his church to show the love of his son for sinners that are in the world. So the way how God works is he invites sinners into a communion to love his son through the people in the church spreading the gospel. That wow. is Jesus Christ died, Jesus Christ was buried, and Jesus Christ rose again for your sins. So this is what we believe and um, for all those people that are listening out there, we invite you to actually learn more about this. Lah. Oof, that yeah. evangelism point, bro. Let's go, let's go. Okay, guys, you heard Kaelin, right? Um, we This train of thought isn't exactly a Christian podcast. We so happen to you know, be discussing about this. Uh, but if you would like to know more about the Christian faith, do hit us up. I'll redirect you to Kaelin and you now you can talk about it, all right? Uh, but this is more so of a presentation of you know what we've been experiencing you know as Christians as people you know living during the MCO time um, and yeah happy Easter um, I, I pray that uh, God blesses every single one of y'all and yeah if you have listened all the way uh, to the end of this podcast hooray congratulations you deserve a medal go get yourself that cookie because uh, this, this is by far one of the longest uh, recordings you've done this is the Train of Thought podcast brought to you by The Poetic Wit with your train conductor host for today Aaron Patrick and with our guest Caleb Moy James Wu and we're signing out peace Chaos. Do 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 do.